This is Movie Night with the Boys. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Media Night with the Boys. I'm John. And I'm Zach. Uh, we're a weekly podcast that talks movies, TV, video games, other podcasts, music, you name it. We're going to discuss it. Uh, and this week, we're doing Prey with special guest Tommy from Haven't Seen It. But first, what have you listened to and or watched this week, Zach? This week, I've watched Lord of the Rings, the first three episodes, right? I watched the first episode when it came out last week and then i finished off the the second episode and then the new third episode i finished on uh friday and um so far i'm enjoying the show right the show is basically i believe it's going to be the story about how like sauron kind of led like kind of misled people to making the the rings of power right yeah yeah so like the rings don't exist i believe sauron is still an actual like thing walking around you know what i mean and so like part of the story is the the main elf chick she's obsessed with trying to hunt down sauron and i've come to the conclusion that i hate hobbits i just just wish they were not in the lord of the rings story like i just don't care for their story but in this they're not called hobbits they're called whorefoots h-o-r f-o-o-t they could have probably gone with a better name i think i think that's what it, it, it is it's something like that it's something foot three letters foot i feel I just like don't... halflings would have been a better name well i don't know so maybe this is the story of how they became hobbits i don't i don't know it's and too soon, too soon yeah, to know. i'm just i just i've just come to the conclusion that i hate hobbits i don't know you call me a hobbit hater don't care you just like small. Like you just dislike small people. No, I didn't. I didn't mind them in like the original Lord of the Rings or even the Hobbit movies, but these ones annoy the fuck out of me. Yeah. Right. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't have any understanding as to why. But maybe I'll uh, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. I I don't know. Right. And um. Yeah. So so far it's somewhat interesting, but they like they haven't really answered anything. So you're kind of like still in the mystery of what the fuck is going on. Right. Like they have. The, one of the other stories, one of the other plots is there's this, um, like, okay, so here's, I think, what people were complaining about. I did see people complaining about how they're trying to jam all this, like, cultural, like, differences into the show, right? So it's like, you have, like, you know, black dwarves, obviously, like, black humans, right? That's not yeah. a thing. But then there's a single black elf. I don't know if I've missed any other ones. But there's only one that that I've seen, right? And yeah. to me, I don't have a problem with it. Like it's fine. The actor's great. You know what I mean? He does his elfy shit, right? And he does it well. But I don't like. I don't. I don't get where like a black elf would come from. You yeah, get yeah. what I'm saying? Because like elves are like the like the Targaryens, which again you have no idea. But they're all like you know what I mean? They're all very like that's the traits of an elf: fair skinned, extremely handsome, or beautiful. Yeah, you know what I mean, and then like light colored hair. Yeah, you know what I mean. Years. You know what I mean. Like I don't, I don't know how to like say it without like sounding racist. But again, because I don't care if you know what I mean. Like that, it's a black elf. I just don't understand it to the you lore. Don't, you don't of know their elf. origin. 
to the to the lore of elves you know what i mean like i don't i don't see that right like like you know what i mean like in regular human society right like you know what i mean like the different continents had different people come from them all right and that's where we get all the different skin tones but like how does that work within elf society if a lot of them too are more than likely fucking inbred like how most royalty does you get what i'm saying like noble nobility you know what i mean so yeah um but other like again that's not an issue so like i i'm enjoying the series so far um okay me and my brother also started watching this show called um fairfax and i don't know if you've seen a commercial for it or whatnot but it's uh the second season just came out so me and my brother watched the first season and it's essentially about these seventh graders and it's like all about like like modern society so like these like fifth grade or seventh graders are like yeah fuck the man we're all about like you know fashion and shit and all about like doing shit on the internet <laughs> it's fuck i don't know i think it's fucking hilarious just hilarious and then the main character is this guy who came from wisconsin right and so Hopefully. now he's like now he's in like la or whatnot and um he wears like a fanny pack and he's just like a loser right and so like these three kids all try and make him popular and then they go through all these fucking things it's just it's just ridiculous it's one of those you know animated cartoon shows like for adults and like all these kids are just like cursing and then like they're like no man fuck that shit and it's like whoa aren't you like 13 you know what i mean so it's a it's a it's a good show what about you um i know you're not the biggest fan we already established this last week but I've been watching She-Hulk, of course. I actually really enjoyed this episode much more than the last episode, especially. I mean, I we established how I felt about the the whole. End I don't even remember episode. what happened in this episode. Like that's how this... that's how uninteresting this show is. I can't even remember what it is four days later. It was the uh, the magic Wong. Uh... Oh, I fucking hated this episode. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Madison, I got two S's and one Y, but you'll never guess where it is. That was. That was kind of silly, but I didn't hate it. That I was mean, the only funny part, and it didn't make any sense. Where is the why? Where is the why? I don't understand the it's joke. Either the mad i or the sin. <laughs> it's either before oh. the s's or after. <laughs> oh, she actually means it like in her name. It's not where you would think it is in her name. I yes. thought she meant she had a y in her asshole or something. Like what? I didn't under I didn't understand what she meant. It's not where you think. So where is it? Where the fuck is it? Is it up your nose? Like where the fuck is the why? I don't get it. Okay. Uh, Zach, you uh you are something else, man. I know you hate it. You you hate a lot. You're also marveled out. You've established that plenty of times. I um I have high hopes that we're gonna get more especially after d23 which i'll actually go into that was something that happened actually yesterday and i paid pretty significant attention to it and you might not have but i did yeah because i didn't i didn't at all um, I gave zero fucks about anything that came out of d23 except well, they for maybe a bunch of except shit. for maybe like hocus pocus is about it well they announced mandalorian season three which is coming out next year that's exciting I give zero fucks about that because that was supposed to be out this year. So now I'm pissed off. So, oh, okay. stop Continue. It. No, man, I want to watch fucking more Mando. Why do I have to wait fucking two years for the fucking thing? Because they put so much money. Oh, so they've got other, the other thing. Oh, because they wasted all their fucking money on some garbage show called Andor, like Andor. that nobody gives a fuck about, right? I, we want to really see. 
We want to see Mandalorians and lightsabers. That is all we want. Well, so they can go the... and shove Andor up their fucking asses because nobody gives a shit about that. At on least the topics of... in my circles. On the topics of uh, lightsabers, they do have a six, I think it's six shorts coming out called Tales of the Jedi. Um, it's animated like the style of Clone Wars, so like the Bad Batch and shit like that. It's got that same animation style. Um, some of the screenshots that I saw involved Baby Ahsoka. Baby Ahsoka? Who gives a fuck about Baby well, Ahsoka? I, I, that is stupid. Whatever. Anyways, they also have uh, Mace Windu. There's got a Mace Windu thing coming out. They got Yoda with hair. Uh, I, all kinds of random stuff. I only saw screenshots. I don't know much about it. It's called Tales hair. of the Jedi. Oh yeah. He must be really young. Um, <clears throat> like so, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, that's coming out. Mandalorian Season 3 is coming out next year. But the stuff, obviously, that Marvel-related, which is what I was most curious about, which you probably hated on the most, um, they've got... I didn't Werewolf hate on Planet. anything. I just did not give a fuck, so I don't know anything that they dropped. Okay. Uh, well, well except, for, except for Werewolf by... Were, Werewolf by Night. Fuck that guy's name is stupid as shit. <laughs> that was the funniest thing, just watching you try to say that. Um, yeah, Werewolf by Night actually looks really interesting it's like a black like and black white and white yeah yeah it's it like, like a like black and white universal werewolf, horror like the werewolf movies yeah the yeah wolf, yeah wolf like man movies my God. yeah well even like the the old school universal horror films basically yeah which i think is a really cool concept marvel hasn't done it yet apparently they're introducing man thing in that show which that's really cool i'll fucking uh, show them a man thing okay i, don't I give bet you any, will i don't give any fucks about the rest of the marvel stuff though <laughs> um they actually put out a trailer for that looks really good they put out a trailer for secret invasion which really looks fucking pretty fantastic and it's it, it's a nick fury led show which samuel exactly, jackson what exactly did they show that makes it look amazing i didn't say it looks amazing i said it looks fantastic and it's because you get nick fury leading a show which is it fantastic has, at a higher point than amazing like maybe or not the same maybe maybe not so Regardless, what the hell made it so fantastic? Uh, it's it looks like a spy thriller that's starring Nick Fury, which I don't know how much you care about Nick Fury, but I think the character has always been undersold. Bro, people are forgetting that Samuel Jackson is old as fuck. He's not gonna. He be is. Able, he's seventy three. He's not gonna be able to do all the cool actiony shit. He looks well, like we'll see. he legit. I swear to God, last like. Live, like Instagram live, I seen him on. He looked like he has fucking cancer. Like I don't, I wow. can't see him doing any action scene. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, the show's also got Amelia Clark in it. Um, she's more recently reputable for Game of Thrones. Um, is she is she playing a Cree spy? I, you mean a scroll a scroll spy? No, a Cree spy, the blue guy. No, as far as I know, she was human. So she's either human or a scroll. But yeah, forget, she's in the show. Don't forget, the Kree are also human color. Oh yeah, that's right. They are, aren't they? Some of them, not all of them. Yes, yeah, some of them. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess it's possible. Um. But she had a gun, like a regular pistol. So I would be more surprised if she was a Kree. Then again, it just could be part of the cover. So Don Cheadle's gonna make an appearance in that show, which I think he's like gonna show up. What in happened to though. Armor Wars? Like that's, that's actually coming want, out. That's after. all I want to see don cheadle in like i guess secret invasion is leading into armor wars from what they were what? saying yesterday that makes no fucking sense i 
I didn't get to see the show to know exactly how it broke down. There is a, a play-by-play on YouTube that it, someone recorded everything except for the videos that they showed. Um, but yeah, they showed a trailer for Werewolf by Night. They showed a trailer for Secret Invasion. They announced the cast for the Thunderbolts, which I'm kind of shocked by. Um, I have one question. What's up? Who is that? fucking red guardian part of yes. the in oh in the in the movie yes in the comics i the don't Thunder... think so no 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 i know I, I i trust me i know what the thunderbolts are yeah the movie yeah so it's red, red... guardian oh, okay. Ghost... stop 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 don't care move on go ahead <laughs> just because you don't care doesn't mean they don't care red Bro, guardian red ghost... guardian ghost fucking Cap winter Master, soldier winter Cap soldier Master, eat a whole fucking bag of dicks why do you have winter soldier and fucking U.S. agent. like And eat, Yelena Belova. Eat, eat dicks. You just put three of the same fucking character in the thing. Like I still don't like this version of Taskmaster anyways. Right? Because think about it. Bucky is basically Captain America, right? And so, so is, is Russell, yeah. Right? So is uh, U.S. agent, right? Then you have fucking Taskmaster, who has all the exact same fucking training as Yelena. So there you go. Four characters, and you only have two, like, archetypes. Like, And you, you forget that... Red Guardian is also basically Captain America. And Red... Oh, my God. Fuck the Thunderbolts, bro. They fucked up royally. Um, Why is a Red Guardian part of that team? I don't know. Someone said that they saw... I don't know. I don't remember who said it, but they said they saw a rumor that he might be the person taking the place of the Red Hulk, so maybe they're going to make him the Red Hulk somehow, which I hate no, the idea of it 100%. that's stupid as fuck. That is stupid as fuck. I hate it. Stupid I hate as it 100%. fuck. Now, the purpose of the Thunderbolts were... Basically, like, you know, the Suicide Squad, minus yeah. the exploding collars, right? Villains yeah. turned good, like, pretending to be good, right? So, realistically, you can't have the Red Hulk on the squad, right? Yeah, besides um, the fact that uh, John Hurt's dead. Well, there's that, but, I mean, just fucking recast. Like, this is, see, I think Marvel is honestly losing it. With this whole cast of the Thunderbolts, honestly, Marvel is going fucking down. Kevin Feige needs to get his head out of his ass because that is the dumbest cast for the Thunderbolts. They should have... What they should have done is throughout these last couple of Marvel movies that they put out, they should have had little tiny cameos of characters like, you know, um, The Beetle, um, Deadpool, Screaming Mimi, Atlas. Like, they should have had the characters for the Thunderbolts, small cameos, even in the shows. Like, you could have had one of those characters show up in Miss Marvel, you could have another one of them showing up here in Miss in in She Hulk, right? Yeah. Like they could have easily just sprinkled them in, like like how, what they're doing with Titania, right? Like if they weren't bringing Titania back, that is exactly what they could have done with all those villains from the Thunderbolts. You know what I mean? Like this gotcha. Thunderbolt lineup is absolutely garbage. It is not Thunderbolts. These are Dark Avengers. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but these are not Thunderbolts. These are Dark Avengers. Right? Maybe they're pulling it's just the uh, like, Serpent Society thing on us. Well, think about it. It's just like when Norman Osborn created the Dark Avengers, right? He yeah. himself was um, Iron Patriot. Iron Patriot, yeah. Right? Then you had, Bullseye you know... Hawkeye. Bullseye. You had Dar- uh, uh, Dra- Draken, Draken, whatever the uh, fuck... Draken, yeah. D- Draken was Wolverine, yeah. Draken, Draken, yeah, right? Wolverine's fucking kid, right? Then you had, I think Red Hulk might have been on that team, or Abomination, right? Like, they were just complete counterparts to the Avengers. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what they're doing here. Because that is not the concept of the Thunderbolts is to take these characters, rename them, 
rebrand them and then do them do some secret bullshit behind while everybody thinks you're a fucking hero you know what yeah. i mean so i have no clue what they're doing and i have absolutely no interest in well um they also gave more of the cast of the new captain america movie uh obviously you got anthony mackie coming in as captain america now i want to say the guy's name is danny ramirez i could be wrong but the guy that was opposite him that wasn't bucky in the show got announced to be actually taking over as falcon which i don't even think they replaced falcon in the comics no they did they did I, i did read that this guy is a comic book accurate replacement to falcon he is the new falcon at one point or another in comics i don't know i'm not a falcon fan so i have no idea yeah, I'm not, a Cap- um, I'm not a fucking racist Captain America fan either, so I, I have no idea what the background. <laughs> um, they they announced they didn't show her, but there's a character named like Sabara or Sakara or something like that, who is a mutant who has resurrection powers. She's cast in the movie, which lame is as, pretty interesting. That is the, honest to God, that is the lamest fucking power. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know how that's gonna work, but it's kind of negating death pisses me off a little bit um but the biggest the biggest announcement from that movie was the return of tim blake nelson who was dr samuel stearns in the fucking incredible hulk movie back in 2008 he's playing the leader the leader is going to be the villain in a captain america movie which to me makes no sense see this is uh, i'm not even gonna say it again but this is what i'm talking about what the fuck are you doing, Marvel? I, ho- I hope that Bruce Banner is in that movie, too, because if he's not, it will make even less sense than it already does to have the leader as a Captain America villain. To me, I don't, again, I don't know shit about the comics like that, but I do know the leader is a Hulk villain. Like Every, Everybody should know that. Like, everybody should know that. What? I'm done. I'm done. I'm fucking done with you, Marvel. Go eat a bag of dicks. I'm done. He's done until the next movie comes out, and then he'll watch it, because if he doesn't watch it willingly, I'll make him. Yeah, I don't think there was much else that came out. They didn't announce anything for Fantastic Four. Oh, they announced Ironheart. They gave uh, they, they gave some, some stage time. But I believe they showed a trailer to them, but not to us. Oh, and uh, Quantumania, they, they gave some stage time to Jonathan Majors, uh, Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly. They... I guess they're making this out to be like some kind of a time heist or some kind of a heist that Ant-Man has to do for Kang, which yeah, I, don't, I don't fucking know, man, because Kang is not an Ant-Man villain either. Like, I don't know. No, what, but I don't know what he, Marvel is doing, man. Well, he, he introduced the basic concept of time travel to MCU. So it's kind of continuity at this point. But I agree that no, he's he not didn't. an Ant- he, well, he oh, did. You mean, he, Ant- you mean Ant-Man did? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. OK, sorry. I thought you meant Kang. No, no, yeah, it was it was Ant Man. Oh yeah, and they had um they did a little echo panel and they did uh, Daredevil. They brought out uh, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. They're both really excited to come back and do the show. Charlie can suck this Cox. I don't. Give Why? I really liked his Daredevil. I have, don't give a shit about Daredevil, man. Oh, I just well. don't give a shit about Daredevil, especially since he's gonna be in She Hulk. He's gonna be in Echo. Then he's getting his own twenty-eight episode long. Eighteen. Sh- Eighteen. It's only eighteen. Whatever. Go suck a dick. I could care Still less about your other show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was D twenty three yesterday. Yeah. You got anything else you watched? Um, yeah, the last thing would just be like Cobra Kai season five. Fucking binge yeah, how's that. that? Going? I binged that in a whole like day and a half. So yeah, I loved, yeah, I loved it. Um, you know, karate is my thing. Yeah. Um, but this season, I would have to say they like raised the stakes, like. Like, fucking Silver was trying to kill everybody. Like, people were, like, on the verge of being murdered in this fucking show. 
No shit. Like, they left. They even left one character bleeding out in a pool of water and never referenced. And and I have no idea. Maybe I just missed missed what happened to him. But they left his ass in the pool of water. He was a good guy. He was left his ass in a pool of water bleeding out, and I don't know if he survived or if he died. But he got so he's, now he went from good to good and dead. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I don't know, but I mean, I found the stakes were much much higher, and I was like. Oh well, they gonna they're gonna beat Silver here. They fucking they killed off, fucking um. Oh, I can't believe I'm drawing blanks on all their names and shit. But like the the main bad guy from like the original movie, right? Have you seen the Karate Kid? The original, yes. Yes. So Crease, that's his name, right? So mid mid season, they like kill off Crease, and then it turns out at the very end, oh no, Crease didn't die. He faked his death beat up some security guards and walked out of the prison walked so crease yeah so crease is still out there but here's the fucked up thing right he was in jail because silver set him up now silver got arrested and it was revealed that he was the one who did whatever to get crease locked up so crease would have been released now crease is wanted for escaping prison and assaulting prison guards like you dumb fuck right but i don't know how they're gonna bring that back um yeah. Like, bring him back, because he's wanted, right? So it's not like he's going to be at the dojo, and then, you know what I mean? Like, training, like, kids to go up against, like, you know, Danny and fucking Johnny, right? Like, I just, I don't know where they're going to go from here. Like, their next step is to go to the national stage and fight in an international tournament, right? So yeah. that'll probably be their next season. But the show is called Cobra Kai, yeah. right? Cobra Kai was essentially shut down at the end of this season, right? Now, now here's where we get to the cool thing is my speculation of what the next season is going to be about, right? This season they introduced a new female uh sensei, and so she's she was like taking front and center stage, so I'm thinking they're setting her up to take over Cobra Kai, right? Huh. Because you can't have the show without Cobra Kai. The show is fucking called Cobra Kai, right? Yep. And now now Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang have combined to make Miyagi Fang, right? So, like, that's... You know what I mean? So, unless they're going to change the fucking name to Miyagi Fang, you have to have somebody be the protagonist and be Cobra Kai. So I think they're setting it up to have this chick take over Cobra Kai, and then, if they were smart, they would fucking bring back the chick from the, karate, the next Karate Kid. Yeah, I could, I could see that be the logical next step for sure right and um hillary swank oh yeah i forgot right? it was her yeah she's so young enough where she could do stuff like that oh yeah she's only 48 um yeah no uh so that's what i'm thinking right so they if, if they were smart right they would bring back hillary swank and then like some point of of the sixth season we could get like hillary swank fighting this cobra kai chick lady right and boom, you know what I mean? Because they don't want to show fucking, you know what I mean? Um, you Man know, God, like, yeah, exactly, right? Like, guys beating up chicks. So, yeah, bring back bring back a Miyagi chick, you know what I mean? And boom, full circle. Because, like, to be honest, her movie is really the only thing they've left out now. Now they've pretty much brought everything full circle from Karate Kid 1 to 3, right? You have Terry Silver, who's from number three right you have the guy who he brought along to beat up fucking larusso 
in number three, right? He came back and he was working with Johnny and fucking LaRusso. It was fucking hilariously sick, bro. Like, I love it. And then in Karate Kid 2, right, LaRusso goes with Miyagi to Japan, right? And then uh, LaRusso fights, has to fight to the death with this guy, Sozin, right? And Sozin is the guy who they fucking cut on the back and left bleeding out in the pool, right? So now Sozin is also a good guy working with LaRusso and Johnny. You know what I mean, right? So, and that's what I mean. Like, I don't know if they killed Sozin or not, but I'm fucking annoyed because he was, like, the best character. And yeah. so, they, like like I said, they, they fucking brought back everybody. They brought back the original girl that fucking LaRusso and Johnny were fighting over in the first fucking... Karate kid. Uh, karate kid, right? And you know who she is. You've watched the. You've watched part of the boys, right? Yeah. You talk, is she the? Uh, She's Starla the Starlight. No, she is the chick who Homelander likes to suck on her titties. Um, Ew. she's the the pregnant chick, the blonde one who runs oh. the company. Ah. That's the girl from Karate Kid, bro. Oh shit. Yeah. So she comes back in the show for an episode. Then. In Karate Kid 3, you have uh, LaRusso's, like, love interest in that movie. She's back in this new season, chilling with LaRusso's wife, and they get into a bar fight. Like, bro, the sh and then also his Japanese love interest. We see her in, like, the last season or something, like, or two seasons ago, right? They legitimately have everybody in this show except for Miyagi, which is sad because he's dead. But, yeah. like, they this show is so full of so much nostalgia it's insane and i love it i love it so fucking much so if they want to make season six their final season that's all you have to do is bring back hillary's swank and now you've gone full circle i guess that's just a matter of spending the money on her yeah right but i mean think about it they spend money on everybody else you know what i mean like think about it like if you were fucking um any of those characters from like the old karate kid movies like would you would you come back, right? And also, the guy who plays Sozin is a huge Asian actor. Like, if I showed you a picture of him, you would know exactly who it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, if they're willing to pay for that guy, why wouldn't they pay for Swank? You know what I mean? It is like, Netflix, too. They're pretty much shitting money out their asses at any given point. No, not anymore. They're billions of dollars in debt. Oh, no. Yeah. So, that whole term... What we've been saying over the last year is of Netflix money? No. Netflix does not have any money. Sucks to be them. Yeah. Sucks so. to be them. And then with them threatening to cancel like account sharing, they lost even more clientele. So they lost even more money. So I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. I, I feel like they're also – I don't know if you um, – I don't know. If, do you guys – you must have T-Mobile up there. What, the phone company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe? I don't know. I know what it is, but I don't, well, I don't know if you have it. They offer free Netflix with their accounts. <laughs> oh, well. So. Yeah, but see, they, they, they pay Netflix to do that. Or ne yeah, no, but see, I'm sure... Netflix pay... No, I don't know. Oh, I'm sure what they do is they pay it, but they don't pay as much because they have, like, a an agreement, like a contract. Yeah, right, but still, like, somebody is paying somebody, right? Like, oh, sure. You know what I mean? And T-Mobile is not going to be giving Netflix that kind of money to be making, you know, $400, $400 million movies. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. Absolutely so, not. That's what I mean. I don't know where they're getting the money from because they're definitely not making it back, especially with Paramount Plus, 
HBO Max, Disney Plus, fucking Amazon Prime, Hulu. I don't know. You know what I mean? And they're not really dropping good shows. Yeah. Right. Even Apple's doing really well, I think. Apple. Apple has a couple really good banger shows. Not gonna lie, they do. Like that one with Jason Momoa is fucking great. Yeah. It's called C. It's about. Yeah, I think I think I heard of it. Yeah, it's like a try. It's I think the world like sight has gone from the world, so everybody is blind, right? Oh. And then there, and then Jason Momoa has kids, and these kids have sight. No shit. So now he's got to protect his kids from other blind tribes. I guess you could just call them tribes because everybody's blind. Um, so he's got to protect his kids from these other tribes who want his kids because they have sight. Huh. You know what I mean? So, and the new season of that just came out. So interesting. Yeah, it's a concept yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, very different. It's called C. I'll have to check it out since Apple Plus also comes with T-Mobile for free now. <laughs> I had it when I got my new phone, and I'm gonna go probably get an iPhone 14. Um, they give you a year of Apple TV for free. Oh, that's cool. I activate it, didn't watch a single show until the last month, and I started to watch C. Yeah. And it's well, S-E-E. at least you watch something. Yeah, it's S-E-E. That's how you spell it. I was going to look up S-I, like the Spanish version. No, it's like, I can see you. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, what about music? You got any music? Yeah, I um. I, I, I don't, do you know, I'm like, I shouldn't say do you know, because everybody knows, you know who Linkin Park is. Chester had a group called Grey Day before Linkin Park, um, and he was okay. working on... hold on. You yeah. asked me if I know Linkin Park, and I said yes. And then yep. you asked me, and then you just said, Chester this. I don't know who the fuck Chester is. Oh, well, okay, so Chester was the lead singer of Linkin Park who passed away uh, a few years ago. Okay. Um, and he had didn't a side even, project... Didn't even know that happened, not gonna lie. What? He, he killed himself. I have no idea. Wow, that was like major news. But yeah, he died, uh, shit, it's gotta be four or five years ago now. Um, but he uh, he had a side project that he did before Linkin Park called Grey Days, and they've been putting out music that he had started working on with them. Not uh, Green it, Days? Grey Days. <laughs> Not Green Days, you fucking silly fuck. Um, and it's days like Dazed and Confused Days. Uh, D-A-Z-E. Yes, uh, so they've been putting out music that's really good. Um, I, I actually think people should check that out, especially if you liked, especially if you liked his style of singing, because I always loved his vocal style. So yeah, I've, I've been checking them out a lot. Uh, there's a band uh, fronted by God, I can't remember her name right now, but it's the band is called In This Moment. Um, they're pretty popular. Like I want to call them a metal band, but they're not really a metal band. It's hard to describe them. Um, but they put out a new, a, a redone version of one of their songs called Whore. Um, but it's called Whore 1983. And it's like done in the style of like a 1983 synth song. And it's been playing in my ears pretty frequently this week, actually. Um, so, yeah, that's the song that I've been checking out. Uh, Spotify does this release radar shit that I, I, I really dig every week. It's got new music all the time. I mean, if you like if you listen to Spotify, it tailors it to what your your tastes are. So that's really good. Yeah, I know. Mine is all fucked up because I lit, put music that my daughter likes. I play it through my Spotify, and my whole algorithm is completely fucked. Like, I get, I get like, Luke Bryan. Oh, no. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, random-ass country songs. But I also listen to a lot of uh, Japanese speed metal. So yeah. I get a lot of uh, Japanese metal recommended. But I listen to mostly hip-hop, so there's... 
So I'll be like listening to a, yeah, yeah, fuck that bitch. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm on a prairie. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? Come on, Spotify. Uh, that's a, that's one hell of a contrast. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, so my release radar is very fucked up. So, like, that's, that's why I really haven't been listening to, like, music very much. But I basically just listen to podcasts. But it's mostly just my usual podcasts, like, uh, like you know, Comic Book Nation. Um, a Wild Podcast has appeared, which is a Pokemon podcast. Huh. Um, you know, I listen to a bunch of crime, uh, like, crime podcasts. And then, you know the odd couple of random ones like you know like millennial coffee break what in the anime uh dynamic duel marveling and marvel's marvels uh you know what i mean just just my like everyday podcast so i can't say i've really come across anything new recently but i do listen to a lot of um uh audio dramas right so like i'll find this yeah so like i'll find a story and i'll listen to the story all day while i'm working and just be like hooked into it right yeah um but I can't say I've done that for a little while. Uh, but yeah. You burn I, your way I, through them all. <laughs> yeah, right? And then I forget about them and they disappear. So yeah, so I don't really have any podcasts to recommend personally. I mean, you know, I've listened to a handful of the same ones you listen to. Marveling at Marvels. Marvels is a good one. Um, the Avengers podcast, I actually, I play with, uh, I play Fortnite with Brandon from there quite a bit. Um, he actually might be coming on here in a few weeks. I'm not sure uh quite yet if he is or what movie we're going to cover if he does um but that's something that we're talking about um i also have been listening to the smash trivia podcast which yeah we both talked to john from that he brought to you the movie tag so i think we're going to be doing that here sometime soon i'm probably gonna have to rent it yeah same because i've never seen it there's no way it's not streaming anywhere i looked that's for like fine. an it's... hour it's fine. I, I don't mind spending four bucks on a rental. It's not that big of a deal for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, you said like Millennial Coffee Breaks, one that I listened to as well. Uh, the Unrestricted Movie Podcast, which they, um, I like their their whole dynamic where they were basically raised a certain way where they couldn't watch movies and now they're of age and they kind of broke away from that style of living. So they're listening to and are sorry, watching movies that they couldn't watch before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I dig that. Um, and another um, and one. That, uh, that's the one thing though like that i um that it's hard to like listen to sometimes it's hard to listen to like those movie podcasts because you either haven't seen the movie right yeah or you just have no interest in 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 watching it right so kind of like you're like oh okay i'll just catch the next one right and just some sometimes episodes get put further back and further back which is another reason why i was like well we don't only do movies but we might get classified into that same category so let's go and cover let's just change our name so we're not like lumped in with movie only podcasts because we do we like talk about everything right yeah but i think that is a big issue with a lot of movie podcasts is unless you've watched the movies most of the time you don't pay attention to it well to the benefit of some of them they don't always go into full like review breakdowns which is good and if they go into like if they're a movie podcast that just talks about how they feel about the movie and they kind of do non-spoiler talking like it can give you a general idea of the movie and if you'd actually want to see it based on more than just a trailer you know i guess but i mean there's not very like at least the ones that i listen to i don't really come across that very often they go full into the movies like yeah there's a couple that don't but i know what you're saying right like uh, not a lot of movies 
go into like full on breakdowns like we do, but a lot of them still go over multiple scenes. They hit the main plot of the movie, the ending of the movie, so you pretty much know what you're seeing, right? Like even with yeah. our podcast, we leave out a bunch of the guts from from the, the the movie. We try and make sure the story is coherent all the way through, but we do chop out a lot of the guts of the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should go and listen to some more, and uh, you know, figure out which ones do what, right? Because realistically, I'll only like click on certain podcasts if I've seen that movie. Right? Yeah, I gotcha. Well, that that actually that that actually reminds me of uh, another podcast that I've been listening to, and that's the Haven't Seen It podcast. And they're a podcast that watches movies that they haven't seen they go back and forth um, well, one, one of the concept is one of them hasn't seen the movie before yeah and they introduce the movie uh you know the week prior like we usually do and they say well next week we're gonna watch this and tim hasn't seen this one or Tommy which was seen this one. essentially the initial concept of our podcast because i've seen all like so many fucking movies and you have seen so few maybe just not even not just it's just not the same genre of movies that i watch right so yeah. like that was the initial concept of our podcast was i'm gonna present you with movies and for the most part at the beginning all the movies i was giving to you you haven't seen yeah right like the first two the yeah first two were right? ones we both seen that was about it and um like you know what i mean like that was gonna be our like original concept is i'll pick some movies that you haven't seen and vice versa and we'll just bounce back and forth and then i don't know all of a sudden we just were like yeah no we're not gonna do that yeah well because we we kept getting a little bit of feedback that people were like well we want to hear more stuff but we want to hear about old stuff and then we want to hear about new stuff and then we want to hear about this and that so the feedback is what helps drive us to the directions we're going but we're still um, mostly just covering the new stuff like yeah. we haven't really done a retro episode so well we need to get on that for sure which we are going to we are going to shit what was the movie i said you wanted to do blood sport yes so we are actually, next week, we are going to do Bloodsport. Oh, sweet. I'm hoping I can find that on streaming. I think it's probably on Netflix, but if not, I can figure it out. But yeah, so now we know what we're doing next week. But yeah, uh, on the topic of Haven't Seen It, that's our guest this week, Tommy from the Haven't Seen It podcast. So uh, yeah, let's get him on and get into our movie Prey. So today, we have our guest from Haven't Seen It podcast. Uh, his name is Tommy, and we've been checking his out for quite a little while now. Um, and we're going to let him introduce himself and tell you a little about a little bit about his podcast thanks guys for having me on uh, i'm tommy so uh one half of the haven't seen it podcast uh we cover movies every week that one of us hasn't seen before so for example i never saw the godfather before we started recording uh so it was one of those things that you know you have to check it off like you're everyone has those little like watch checklists it's like how have i never watched this before and we try and get into it so uh i give my co-host all the horror recommendations like we just did an episode on uh 2017's it um, my Pennywise impersonation, I try to bust out. I don't have a good Pennywise impersonation. So <laughs> one of those things I have to come to terms with. But it's been fun. So we've been doing it for uh, since December. Uh, so and it's been great, you know, checking it out. Yeah, we're pretty new, too. We actually just started in February. So it's uh, we're kind of all in our first year, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I will say. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, well, when I heard that you haven't watched The Godfather, I was just like, what? How is that possible? <laughs> I didn't think anybody on this planet hasn't seen that movie. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> you haven't seen it either. So yeah, you guys yeah. got to cover it too. Um, <laughs> so it was one of those ones that, like, you know, The Godfather. You everyone always tells you it's the greatest movie of all time, but like, it's also four hours, or, like three hours, and a lot of time, my friend would recommend like you should see The Godfather, and I'd be like, I don't have the time for that right now. Like, I, I don't want to dedicate this much. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it turns out it's a great movie, so <laughs> definitely you should yeah. check it out. So you have watched it now. Yeah, I have watched it now. Okay. So um, yeah, we don't go in blind. We don't have like one person covering the movie that never saw it. So <laughs> we actually yeah. both watch it beforehand. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Zach makes me watch a bunch of new things here and there too. So it's kind of the same concept, except it's not haven't seen it. It's I just <laughs> haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> uh, I've watched almost everything, and I make John watch it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's how it works out the podcast sometimes where like you know i'll watch a movie at work and i'll text my co-host tim being like have you seen this yet like we should cover it immediately <laughs> like we gotta watch this one <laughs> nice nice <laughs> all right well with our introduction out of the way let's get into our breakdown of 2022's prey um before we before we get into it tommy do you have any like background with the Predator franchise? Yeah, so um when you know the first Predator is one movie I've seen like a lot since I was a little kid. Um and when this movie first came out, what like back in July, um I decided to do a watch of all the Predator movies, just like you know, marathon all through. Um mostly at work. They're good background like work watches or something like that. So you can kinda like go tune it in and out and like not really pay attention too much. Um, but you know, the first one with Arnold's obviously the classic, and I think this one is probably second on my list of Predator movies. I don't know about you guys, but this one was great. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Yeah, I definitely put it up there. Um, it actually might be my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, but speaking of background uh videos, I am actually watching Predator right now in the background. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, good old Arnie on the screen. Um yeah. but yeah. Dylan. <laughs> yeah, so Prey 2022. Um, the movie starts off with our main character, Naru, saying, A long time ago, a monster came here. And that was, I was like, Okay, what, what was the purpose of that? Right? Like, because it's not like the whole movie yeah. was narrated all the way through at all. Right? So, <laughs> like, this makes no sense, but okay, whatever. We'll keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's all on a black screen. Um, we cut and we see some nature, right? And, you know, nice scenery, a couple animals here and there, right? And then we get to the tribe, right? So then we see Naru and her dog, Sari, and they're gatherers for the tribe. We then, so she's out gathering, like, I don't know, potatoes? I don't know what the hell those are, right? I think that and was like, a sweet potato. Yeah, so just potatoes or something. <laughs> yeah, right. So they're out there gathering food, and then you kind of see, like, yeah, she doesn't really care for this. So she's then she leaves, and we see her practicing with her tomahawk, right? And then she spots some deer tracks, and she follows the tracks, and they find the deer. So she, like, this is the smartest fucking dog, I must say, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. dog already knows what to do. Like, the dog hasn't been trained in hunting, but it knows what to do. So she sends the dog out. And right as she's about to throw her tomahawk at the deer, I don't know if that was just for us, but like there was this very weird sound that kind of seemed like it triggered the deer to run away, right? Mm. Maybe like a thundering kind of sound. I guess the ships make that noise, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like right there where like the predator ship was coming in. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like terrible timing, right? Yeah. So we get this cool scene of her chasing after the deer and... She throws her tomahawk, and we think it's going to hit, and she misses, and then the dog's tail gets trapped in a, like, animal trap, which I was like, that's... It was like a bear trap or something. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, some kind of trap like that. I mean, it was a little small, so I don't know if it was a bear trap, but... Um, it could have been deer trap. Yeah, it was It was some kind of animal trap. I was tiny dog. the tail got caught for something. Like, the tail of all things got caught. <laughs> yeah, not, not its foot or something you expect. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, okay, that's that's weird. So then as she frees her dog from the trap, she puts some, like, salve on it with the herbs and stuff. And then we hear this, like, another weird noise. So she goes out to, like, look. And I wasn't too sure if she, like, spotted it or not, right? But we see, like, the engine lights of the ship leaving, right? And then and then we get the title card, right? So, like, what did you guys think of that as the introduction to the to the movie? I think that in general, I was just disappointed that this movie was only on Hulu and I didn't have the chance to see us on like, you know, the big screen. Cause you can imagine IMAX, like those big, like open plains and like the huge, just like mountains or something like that. It was meant to be like watched like more cinematically. Yeah, um, really. So, I mean, it was just a little great little introduction to the time period and setting right here where it's just like, this isn't your typical, this isn't your daddy's predator movie <laughs> forever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know what I'm kind of down for? Like I do. I, I do think they did a great job with all like the native culture and all that stuff, like the Comanche uh, mm. culture and background and stuff, and the cries and even even the, the the character designs, right? Like all the like you would assume that you know a Hollywood movie now would have these like you know buff native dudes running around, you know what mm. I mean? But no, they step they they kept kind of true to like you know the small skinny scrawny like what native like like what native people would have been like back then you know what i mean yeah i did enjoy like the whole design of everything right yeah it all felt like very like historically accurate um you know despite the whole alien ship thing never happening but you know (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, right so uh yeah i I really enjoyed uh i enjoyed the introduction to her character being that she's not a seasoned hunter but she knows her way around medicine and tracking that was really, really good to show that she's not what they expected her to be or what we even expected her to be, being that the movie is called Prey. You'd think Predator movie, you're probably going to get something like the original where everybody was uh, militaristic or even like the second one where they were like cops. I mean, obviously, you had the uh, other Predator movies, which well, shall not be mentioned here. That's not necessarily <laughs> That's not necessarily true because it seems like she does... Like, think about this. When in in the next scene, when they go, or well, in a couple scenes, they go to go and find the lion, right? They allow her to come because she's a good tracker, which means she has said skills. You know what I mean? Plus, oh, what I, what this, I mean is she's not a hunter, next... hunter. Yeah, she's not like physical brute. Um, I, yeah. I love like I okay. love like the mountain. Yeah, I love the mountain lion scenes, especially because you know in the first Predator, it sets up as like you know these guys are the ultimate badasses. GI Joes, wherever you know, nothing could take them down, and uh, then in contrast with the predator, like you know, taking them all down. This one is just like she could barely even survive a mountain lion attack. So like, how is she going to be able to like take on like you know the predator? So it's really just like coming of age hunter story for her, her becoming a warrior. You know, yeah, hella yeah. contrast. John, when you pointed out that like she doesn't have the skills, that's different than saying she doesn't look like a hunter. Or a warrior, it should be more so. <laughs> did I did I say look? I didn't mean look. I didn't mean look. I meant like she no, you mean have the... you mean look because she has the skills. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm speaking a little bit backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, carry on. Yeah. So, so then we cut to Naru and her brother, 
right? And uh, his name is uh, Tabe, I believe. Yeah. Right? And they are hunting, right? They're yeah. basically like hunting a hawk or something, right? And again, she has the skills because she was like, like her brother hit the hit the hawk, but she was like, yeah, I was waiting for it to get closer so I wouldn't have to swim across the damn river to go and get it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so again, we see that she kind of, she does have like those hunting skills. But again, too, in those times, women weren't hunters, right? So again, it's more so like, more along those lines of why she's not a hunter after after they shoot down the hawk she tells him you know she's ready she's seen the thunderbird right it's her it's a sign and she's ready to become a hunter and basically she's ready for her trial which i cannot remember what the hell it's called and it's kind of hard to pronounce Kohumati. yeah i i totally blanked on that one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. I meant to write it down, and they said it a couple times in the movie. And I'm like, oh, I should have written it down again. And I was like, I don't have time to rewind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's Kohu Mati or Monty or something like that. Yeah. Well, basically, wasn't it like uh, you must be like uh, you must hunt someone that's trying to hunt you or something? <laughs> yeah, it's that, something. That's the al- of it. It's, yeah, something along those lines. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'll get into that a little bit later, right? Mm-hmm. But basically, um. So then we see she arrives back home, and this is where we meet um, her. Gra- is it her grandmother? It's her grandmother. I think it's her right? mother. I think we yeah, regular mother. Just mom. Okay, I wasn't too yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, okay. So then we meet the mom, and they just have a quick little back and forth, and then basically the mom sends Naru to go pick up some more orange herb, right? Um, yep. I believe it's called orange <laughs> orange tutsi tutsi. something like that so then we cut to the mountains where we see the ship like recloaking itself and then just like taking off and then we get our first view of the back of the head of the predator and then he cloaks up himself i like that they gave the bit of illusion that he was there with the door shutting and then flying away like before actually showing him because you saw the door shut before the ship took off Okay. I don't know if you noticed that, but I, I like that they actually made it so it was like, yeah, we're just dropping and going. Yeah. And then they showed them. It almost feels like the predator like species. This is like their version of like dropping off the kid at daycare, being like, okay, <laughs> have fun on this playground here. You know, don't don't get don't get killed or anything. Try and kill as many people as you can, pray. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, but the other cool thing about this this predator is that he's not the same like he's not from the same tribe as the like the city hunter predator the jungle hunter predator like this is a different predator right mm. um and you can tell that by the design of him right his his jowl is bigger he wears a different mask you know what much i mean much more primitive yeah mm. right? even his weapons and stuff like that are, are not that high tech <laughs> exactly right and i mean they're flying around in spaceships right so i mean i don't I like, and that's what I mean. I don't think it's like the time period of like Earth has anything to do with like the predators, like technology, right? It's like this predator is from a different tribe. That's why the technology is a little more primitive, right? And they wear like bone masks instead of like steel masks. And, you know, they still have the big knives and stuff and they still keep their trophies. But this guy, he didn't have any like mesh netting and stuff. He was actually basically nude with a, with a butt flap, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and, and a little, little tiny skull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, 
We then cut back to Naru in the woods when she hears calls from the village. She goes to see what's going on, and this is where they learn that a lion took one of the tribe's people, right? So we then see the hunters in the woods, and one of them actually almost shoots Nari, or sorry, Naru, and her brother like convinces that group to let her come because she's a good tracker and she's a healer, so she knows medicine and everything. So she goes along with the group with with the group, right? We then see some like I call it food chain action, right? Starts with a bug, then the mouse eats the bug, and then a snake eats the the mouse, and then the snake goes to attack the predator, and the predator kills it and skins it, right? I love I love when the predator is doing that stuff. It looks so sick. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was cool seeing him skin it. And you got to imagine that the Predator, this is first time on Earth, so he's trying to figure out who the big, like, top dog was. And he just assumed a snake was. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, huh? You're, like, smaller than my foot. What is going Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm. then we cut back to the hunter group, and they're still tracking the lion. They find the guy who was captured, and he's still alive. So Naru applies medicine while the others build, like, a, a stretcher. Or what What, you, what do you... is? What do you call that thing? Is it? A, it's not a stretcher. It's um. I couldn't oh, think of the, uh, the best word for it. Yeah, like med 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 stretcher. I mean, I don't know portable oh, stretcher. Is, maybe. No, it is a stretcher. Okay, I was just I, yeah, like, yeah. Are you using the wrong? I mean, word? I, I'm talking <laughs> out my ass. I don't even know if I'm right right there. <laughs> right. But whatever the case may be, right? They got two big yeah. sticks. Put some like stuff across the middle, and boom! Now they could carry the guy back, right? Mm. Yeah. So it was really cool too. Like the fact that they could just throw that together like that with what they had around them. I'd well, be I th- fucked. I think that yeah, that's, what, <laughs> that's, that's think, what I was thinking throughout prey. Sorry. You go. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Um, so I was just like, that just shows you kind of like their, um, well, I can't even think of the word right now, but creativity, like, their ability to just uh, use whatever's around to make stuff. Right. Like we'll see it again later on. Right. When she, when she creates the rope, for her act or oh, yeah, tomahawk, yeah, yeah. right so like mm. they they just it seems like they can just they and i mean i guess that's how they would have lived they live off the land so like everything that's part of the land they can use for mm. something right yeah primitive ingenuity i think would be the best way to describe it yeah, yeah. like survivalist and until <laughs> essentially right so tabe and another go after the lion and the rest of the group takes the injured guy back home when naru stops and she spots the skin snake Right, and now she's all freaked out. Is this where they see the footprint, or was that yes. earlier? Uh, like that right the around there. Okay, so she sees this big ass footprint. It's not a bear's footprint. So she's like, "I gotta go and tell my brother." So she goes after her brother. So she quickly finds him. I mean, movie wise, quickly finds him. Right? I don't know how long she was looking, but so she finds her brother. Right. She tells him about the snake, the footprint, and he kind of brushes it off. And he's like, yeah, we have to go and get this lion, essentially. Right. He tells her that this is her trial. Right. Like this is going to be your to, to talk. Or I, don't, I don't know. I'm not even going to attempt to say it, but it's her trial that she needs to do like her hunting trial. Right. So as her brother is, you know, setting up the bait. Um, which I was like, how is this? How like he was squeezing like a piece of meat, and like so much blood was coming out of it. 
Like I don't, I didn't quite understand. I was like, does he? Is that like a blood sack in some kind of animal? It might have been like, a heart or a brain or something. Something that's like highly fluidic. I th- I thought he was holding like a head or something. To be honest. Oh, maybe yeah. <laughs> right, but to me, it just looked like a chunk of meat, and he was squeeze. Like it looked like it was a sponge that absorbed a whole bunch of blood, and he was just squeezing it out as he dragged it across. <laughs> right. So. Then, then we see Naru, and she's up in a tree, and the other guy that's there, he's, like, talking shit to her. He's like, oh, you're not ready for this. You ain't shit. Like, you're gonna die, right? So me, me and your brother are gonna go and take out the, the lion. And as he's talking his shit, the lion comes and snatches him out of the tree, which I thought was hilarious. Don't Fucking me. instant karma. <laughs> Great jump cut right there. <laughs> yeah, right? So just straight up jumps, grabs him out of the tree, kills him. So... Naru jumps down to, to, I don't know why she jumped down, which is really, really stupid, but she jumped down and then like the, for some reason she just turns around and runs back up the tree and then the lion comes out and climbs the tree after her. So she's up there with a spear now, like facing down the lion and she ends up, this is where she screws up because she turns her head and looks at, there's a red explosion in the forest, right? So she looks away from the lion, and then this is where she loses her footing, and she falls. But before she falls, she actually is able to stab the lion in the side. I rewound the part three times, and you see her. She stabs <laughs> She stabs the lion in the rib cage, right? Yeah, it's like the quickest fade to black that I've ever seen, but I did catch that too, yeah. But yeah so oh, I totally stabbed, missed that. <laughs> yeah. So she stabs the lion, and which is why her brother brings it up later on in the movie. But yeah, so she falls, smashes her head on some rocks. She knocks herself out. She then wakes up at home, and she's she's told by her mom that her brother carried her home, and her brother went back out to go and kill the lion, right? So my whole thing here was, how long was she knocked out for? Because she was up for maybe like five minutes, and then her brother came back, right? And you know it would have taken a little bit of time to kill that mountain lion, cut its head off, and then bring it back to the tribe. Right, so she must have been out for a while, right? Hmm. It must have like, weakened it more than the illusion was made to be. I, I thought I figured it was just like the next morning or something like that. So a few hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, no, because the brother came back. It looked like in the same night because it was still pitch blackout. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So that that's that's that was just my assumption. Um. But yeah. Right. So brother comes back. So yeah, he comes back with the dead lion. And basically, he's made war chief, right? I didn't realize it was going to be that easy to become the war chief. Like, just, just kill, kill a random him. cougar. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, right? Kill his cougar, and nope. oh, yep, I'm war chief, right? So instead of being happy for her brother, she kind of storms off saying, oh, we got to go back out there. There's something out there that killed that snake. And the brother was like, well, you can't. You've essentially failed your trial. Like, I had to bring you back. Like, you you can't be a hunter anymore, right? And the thing too with this is that's kind of her character is like, if you tell her she can't do anything, like she's gonna do it. She's just like a rebellious teenager, right? You tell her no, she's like, okay, I'm gonna do it anyways, right? So every time it seems like she's told no, it just inspires her to just go even harder. So the next morning she wakes up, she's supposed to go and gather herbs or whatever. And she's like, no, fuck that. And she leaves. Right, she goes out and starts hunting for the predator, I guess. Which is kind of weird because realistically, 
she never came like the hunter was track like the predator was tracking her throughout that throughout this part of the movie so it's like she was going out and it was like she was just walking around like she wasn't tracking anything she wasn't looking for anything specific she was just walking around you know what i mean so i thought that was kind of stupid um they didn't really show her tracking anything so again they didn't really use her you know so-called tracking skills to do anything essentially right so then we also see we get a scene of the predator and he's watching this wolf hunt like a little rabbit right wolf chasing the rabbit finally catches the rabbit and then all of a sudden the predator comes out and kicks the wolf like just randomly just kicks it in the ribs and sends it flying right so the wolf gets up pissed off and they have a little like samurai showdown and (laughs) right so then you see the wolf jump at the at the predator and the predator slashes the wolf i i didn't realize it was blood the first time i watched the scene right but i thought that the wolf broke the predator's knives like it looks like they break off completely Hmm. i don't know if you guys caught that I noticed, like, uh, there's definitely, he didn't he, like, bite his leg, like, the wolf or something? So, the yeah. fact that the Predator's not, like, I feel like if it was the Predator from the Arnie movie, it would have just, like, murked that uh, fucking wolf immediately. It wouldn't have been in a fight at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? And I think that goes back to this whole primitive nature of it. It wants to do, you know, standoffs with, with whatever it's fighting, right? Because it seems like that's what it does. It will look at you, and then you guys start to fight, right? Um. But yeah, no, like when when the wolf jumped at him, he slashed the wolf, right? But it looks like it's blood splatter, but it looks like the blades of the knife break off and go flying because it makes a weird noise when they when it hits the wolf, right? So it seems like the knives break, but then you see like the wolf turn around and fall down again, samurai showdown style. So then we see him, you know, cut the <laughs> we cut basically cut the spine out of the wolf rip out the wolf's, you know, head and, you know, takes the skull and spine with him. So then we cut back to Naru and she's trying to hunt rabbits and she's throwing her tomahawk at these rabbits and she's having a hard time hitting any of them and she has to run over to where the tomahawk landed. So she comes up with the idea of, hey, hey, I'm going to make some rope. You know what I mean? And then we see her practice a little bit tomahawk with the rope, which is actually a pretty good idea, but she is made fun of for later on in the movie. Um, Yeah. Definitely yeah. ingenious for sure. And they have like good little like training montages of her just like doing stuff like that, just throwing the axe over and over again. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's what I mean. Like she's she's always like practicing her her tomahawk throws, right? So she mm-hmm. makes camp for the night, moves out in the morning, and then this is where we see the the predator, and he's like decomposing the wolf skull somehow, like with some kind of spray, and it just basically removes all the flesh and whatever else from the from the wolf skull right and then he takes the skull and puts it on his belt right i'm wondering if that's the same acid from his net what the 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 acid that he uses to dissolve the wolf's skin he might be the same acid from the um oh the net, net that he uses later on oh yeah the, like there's really no, like there's no acid on the net i, I think that dude uh, dissolves dude that guy dissolves what? no he doesn't there's a guy that so yes, look, okay, totally listen, does. listen, listen. <laughs> You've watched Alien vs. Predator, correct? Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That same net is used in Alien vs. Predator, right? What happens? The net is super, super thick, like you, like, you know what I mean? So it just 
turn shit into mush. It shrinks down and just slices everything into little pieces, turning it into mush. There's there's yeah. no acid yeah. there. There's there's no acid in, in the I thought mush. it's just like constricting kind of thing where it's just like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that, yeah that's exactly right. Yeah, it so. just compresses it and just, yes, it turned him into fucking mincemeat, right? <laughs> yeah. Well whatever it was, I just love the special effects of like whatever that like goo or liquid it was it acid or something. But I mean the, the special effects of that and then the wolf's just like spine just seen it all in its glory was just awesome yeah. like cr- little effect work right there <laughs> yeah effects in this movie are are, are great right so mm. as he does that he puts the the skull on his on his belt or whatever right then he hears the dog barking right he see he hears uh naru's dog barking so then he kind of stands up recloaks and then he heads out and so this is what i mean by like he, he like so the predator's been tracking her since now like he heard those barks he that's what he's going after so the predator is hunting her so i have no idea what the hell she is doing she's just walking through the forest you know <laughs> just I mean? aim, aimlessly like come on predator why don't you take a bite at me or something right yeah like it just i, I, didn't, I didn't quite come understand. on, I, I didn't come understand. on <laughs> do it kill me come on <laughs> so then we see naru and she comes out of the forest she gets to a field and this is where we see a whole bunch of like dead skinned buffaloes which was very messed up right yeah and um that was something out of a horror movie <laughs> very gnarly <laughs> yeah right i actually actually kind of um i wouldn't say i enjoyed that scene but it was a good scene because it kind of shows you of like that's how bad poaching was back in this, those days right kind of a reflection of what us humans used to do to the actual environment right mm-hmm. and you know the whole beef with the with the with the native culture and everything right <laughs> beef <laughs> sorry you gave me a door i had to walk into it <laughs> jesus uh but, but again yeah just like really just setting up just like I, I like the little misdirect that you think it's the predator at first with the buffaloes so um yeah before it set, sets up who it really is so <laughs> yeah yeah so then you know she does a little prayer for the buffaloes she moves on we get back into the woods where she falls into i wrote down quick mud because it's not quite quick sand but it is mud right you can just call it a mud pit whatever the case may be right so she gets stuck and then this is where we see the predator and the predator walks up to the buffalo and he finds a cigar right so this is this is your first hint of yeah, it wasn't the predator who killed these things, right? And then for some reason, he pulled like a leaf or something off of the the buffalo, and then like he was over analyzing the leaf for some reason. I that's didn't what Naru understand. put on the buffalo. Yeah, but I don't understand why he he like held it and like was like analyzing it for so long. It didn't that didn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> over studious <Wow>. predator <laughs> yeah right and then again too this is where we see like the predator's not too far behind naru right like literally on the other side of the field i'm assuming like maybe a few feet into that forest naru's stuck in some mud while the predator's playing with the dead buffalo right <laughs> so using her new rope tomahawk she gets herself out of the mud and at this point her dog all of a sudden comes back right <laughs> So, right. So then she hear she hears a bear and she goes and she finds and she's watching it, but stupidly she's sitting upwind of the bear. So the bear catches her scent, right? Or down 
Yeah, she's downwind of the bear. So, yeah, her scent is going towards the bear. So the bear instantly picks up her scent and starts looking around. So she stupidly goes and pulls out her bow and arrow. Now, if she had this bow and arrow the whole time, why wasn't she shooting arrows at the rabbits instead of throwing her tomahawk? Right? She's trying to show off of the freaking axe, I think. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Right? So a little too uh, cocky. (laughs) Right? So she goes to shoot the bear, and the bowstring kind of breaks notifies the bear that she's up in the mount like up on in the hill where she's at and so the bear charges at her right and the dog ends up like leading the bear away right she jumps down restrings her bow and then the dog comes back and then the bear comes back and starts chasing her again so she shoots the bear once and it did absolutely nothing so like up in the hill would have been the exact same thing you know what i mean she would have shot the bear and the bear would just turn around and chased after her so she would have been better off just leaving. Yep. Uh, I think that seems just another like way of just showing just how inexperienced she is as like a hunter herself as a warrior, where she just like clearly doesn't know, like maybe you shouldn't go like approaching a bear and maybe a bear's like a little too strong for you. Yeah, so. but I mean but on the on the other hand though, it seems like all of them, right? Like her brother's like, Oh, I'm not scared of a bear. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like bear, right? So like that just might be how they as a people look at the wildlife like they know they are the you know what i mean the top predator essentially Mm. right so they're like oh i'll take out a bear i'll shoot it with this bow um you know what i mean yeah Uh, yeah right she Um, might have done better with her tomahawk to be perfectly honest no the tomahawk wouldn't have even wouldn't have done absolutely nothing it wouldn't have even put a dent in its skull the tomahawk (laughs) wouldn't have done nothing What's well, like Red Dead Redemption when you encounter a bear? It's like, oh, right, well, I guess I'm going to die right now. I guess this is happening. Yeah, yeah <laughs> essentially. Your, your best bet is to try to run away and make sure your horse isn't too scared to come pick you up. Right? Yeah. So you can get the hell out of there. Because, um, yeah, I was running in the woods there. Bear grabbed me off, grabbed me off my horse, or my horse bucked me. Bear grabbed me and just started swinging me all around the place like that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Um, <laughs> Do you know which one I'm talking about? Um, try- oh, 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 Revenant, Revenant, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yes. the bear attack movie. <laughs> yes, that that exact thing happened to my Red Dead Redemption character. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that he got just getting murked out there. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, I'm not messing with crocodiles or bears. You guys are on your own. <laughs> <laughs> just bail at that point. <laughs> right. So the bear chases Naru like into like a beaver dam or something. Right. So she's like barely getting away. And this is where the predator shows up. Right. So the bear and the predator are fighting and the bear seems to like kick the predator's ass like very quickly. And he's just like, yeah, okay, I'm done. And then walks away and the predator gets up and is like, oh, no, fuck this. Right. Gets up and fucking drops the bear in one punch. Like he punches the bear out like that was it. Didn't stab him. Didn't do nothing. Just fucking cold clocks him in the jaw and knocks the bear out right then picks up the bear and guts it and bathes in its blood <laughs> just totally fucking metal the the predator yeah. right there was like that south park scene where it's like hey hey bear i didn't hear no bell <laughs> right come on <laughs> right so naru uses this time to escape down river but the predator spots her escaping right as she continues on she gets basically found by the other tribes people right her brother sent them out to go and find her and she's like yeah well i'm not going back 
And so she starts fighting with this dude and she beats she she holds her own like like you know what I mean like this guy's one of their like you know hunters they're you know what I mean they're warriors and she basically beats his ass right and, and of so course they, he could win it on his own yeah so they yeah. so they end up basically jumping her so they restrain her and they're bringing her out and then this is where the predator shows up and the predator decides to kill everybody so we get some like the combat in this movie is fucking sweet and this is again me throwing yeah. back to like they do really like they like all the combat and everything like with the comanche style of fighting and everything was very accurate like it was mm-hmm. like all this stuff was very well done and i really really enjoyed it like comanches are badasses and they show that in this movie even though they get slaughtered they hold their own for much longer than a lot of these you know what i mean military soldiers and all those guys you know what i mean yeah like the french guys get murked but like the comanche um just they go for it what i love about the action in this is that they don't do like the quick cut thing that you see in like marvel movies sometimes and stuff they really just like let it linger and let you like feel each blow feel each hit especially with the predator when it's like bleeding everywhere (laughs) yeah exactly right which i think is a little like which actually does make more sense because again this is one of the most naked predators we've ever seen he's the least armored you know what I mean? Like so. Yeah, no, I really enjoy I really enjoy all the combat in this movie. It's probably my favorite part, right? Mm-hmm. So he basically kills everybody and Naru essentially is like, you know, fuck this, and then runs away, right? So the predator chases after essentially. So as she's running away, she ends up getting captured by the poachers, right? And this is where, you know, we figure out that, okay, the poachers are the guys who killed all the buffaloes, yada, yada, yada. They have her dog, right? And then we find out that they also have her brother, right? So one of the poachers comes over and starts asking her about the predator, right? And basically that really goes nowhere because then then, then they bring out the brother and they cut him across the chest, right? Then we cut to the next day where we see both of them. They are strapped to a tree and to be used as bait, right? Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I forgot to mention was when she when she got captured by the poachers, she got her foot stuck in in like a bear trap, right? And the predator was right there behind her and he like picked up the chain and was like looking at it and didn't kill Naru, right? And all of us as predator fans, we know predator ain't going to kill you if you're unarmed. Right. If you are not a threat, or if you are dying from disease, they will not kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So the predator was just like, okay, this is not worth it. Let let, let me get back to it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the predator doesn't kill her. So while Naru and her brother are basically strapped to this tree, her brother's freaking out, and you know he's like, and this is where he tells her, like, I wouldn't have been able to take down the lion if you didn't like wound it right so this is another call back to that scene where she does get that stab in on the lion right so she's like he's like you weakened it for me essentially right but he still took all the credit um <laughs> ah, misogyny yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the predator shows up and he starts killing the frenchman in assassin's creed like fashion right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so 
He slaughters them all, and then the brother starts freaking out because he's now on the way to go kill the rest of the poachers, but heading towards the two of them. Basically, this is where Naru tells him that he, like, he's not, like, look, like he's not going to kill us because he's not looking for bait. Like, he wants a fight, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we aren't, we aren't what the predator wants, basically. So I do have to say really quick before you run from that scene any further, this is where we get the iconic callback line, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I love to have to the original right here, where it's just not like overly yeah. done fan servicey things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but again, I, I couldn't, I, on, to honestly, I couldn't see like, I couldn't see like a native person saying that line. Like, it doesn't seem like that would be in their vocabulary. Right. I understand it's a callback and everything, yeah. but like, if it bleeds, it dies. Like that's not. I don't. I don't see that. Even for the time period, I don't like that. Wouldn't be a saying, right? That's like that's legitimately something from like monster movies. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. What that's from? So like in a real life situation, John, if you're in the woods, you're being hunted by a bear, and you cut it. You could be like, okay, it bleeds. We could kill it. Like no, you know what I mean? Like that's not a that's not a normal line. <laughs> I'm not saying it's normal. I'm just saying it's a callback. No, no, I understand that. What I'm not saying, I'm just saying, like it just makes that line just makes no sense. Like for that (laughs) period, right? Like it's it's such a weird line to say. I understand it's a callback to Arnie because he legit just said it on my TV, but (laughs) it makes no sense, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So. So Naru ends up using a trap to free herself or her and her brother from like being tied to the tree, right? And the predator just proceeds to kill all the poachers, essentially, right? Good. So Naru goes back to go get her dog and her brother goes to get horses, right? So Naru makes her way back to the camp and there's still a couple poachers at the camp. So she, badassly, takes out all the poachers in the camp. Right, mm. frees her dog, and I guess as she's about to leave, that same poacher who was talking to her earlier, right, the one who I guess who can speak Comanche, because I don't think they're speaking English at all, right? No, they were speaking English. They were, because no, he says well, he can not. speak English. Uh, no, well, there is. I... He said you're Comanche. He didn't say. He said you're Comanche, and then he didn't say, "Can you speak English?" Right? No, he Comanche's... says he can speak English. The the way that uh the director, what's his name, Dan Trachtenberg, said that apparently when you yeah. hear like English in the movie, it's just supposed to be like Comanche or something like that. It's supposed um, to be Comanche, oh. yes, exactly. Yeah. They don't speak English, John. How would they know English? I thought he, I thought he said he spoke English. Sorry, not the French guy. I'm talking about the actual Comanches. Like they would not know yeah. English. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, right. So that's what it is. So he that's why he's like you speak. He's like you're Comanche, and so he's speaking Comanche to her. Right. Oh, okay. Cool. Um. So that same guy basically is like, hey, you have medicine, help me, and I'll teach you how to use this pistol. And he gives her the pistol, right? And that pistol is the same pistol that one of the Predators gives to, um, what's his face, from the second Danny Glover. Predator. Danny Glover from the yeah. second Predator movie, right? Which is kind of shitty because... In the comics, they did a comic about this, and mm. the Predator got that flintlock off of a pirate who he helped like fend off like some sort of like pirate invasion or or maybe not a pirate but like some sort of um 
you know, like that time period, but like uh, like a naval force. Like he helped them mm. fend off pirates, and that was his. Like that, they gave him the gun, so that's why the predators had it. So it makes no sense that this human has this gun. So how the hell did a predator get it from her to give to Glover? You get what well, I'm I saying? Well, th- I think at the end of the movie, um, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but you know how those like cave paintings at the end of the credits. Yes. Uh, I actually like watched the full time this time, and I noticed at the end there's like a predator ship that like comes in right at the end. That's supposed to be like, mm-hmm. all right. And I think that what happened was that like, they probably were like, okay, let's take like the trophy weapon from you or something. <laughs> yeah, it must it's, be right. But again, yeah. too, at that time period, that is still a full functioning gun. Right. Mm-hmm. So she would probably still have that as her attire, like her, like, like not her attire, but like that would still be part of her arsenal, like mm-hmm. back in that time. And that might also be like, they could, if they do another one, it could be the like, so now, because they had that pistol now, they're stealing guns, and now they understand how guns work. So this might be the introduction to gunpowder for mm. the Comanche tribes in the next move. Mm. Right? And her being war chief, that's her main weapon, right? Her pistol. So it, who knows? Like, But it would be really cool, right? Yeah. So yeah, so she kills all of them, saves Buddy. Uh, so she gives the guy the orange, uh, the orange herb. Right. And I guess I forgot to mention this earlier, but the orange herb is supposed to like cool your body. Like, I'm not 100%. Cool your sure. blood. Yeah. Co- like, makes your blood cold or something to stop mm-hmm. you from bleeding out. Something to that effect. Right. So she gives the guy the herb, and then the predator shows back up. So Buddy plays dead, and the predator's like looking around, and, the, and she notices that the predator can't see him. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, like, she's so fucking smart. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I would have never put two and two together. Like, oh, I gave him this orange herb, and now the predator can't see him? Oh, shit. Like, I would have never thought of that. I'd be like, what the hell is going on here? And then I probably would have yeah. died two yeah. minutes later. You know what I mean? So, Well, I'm the type of, like, any video game, I need a strategy guy just to know where to go left or right. So, I mean, like, in the 1700s, I mean, don't even take in the predator. I will just die instantly because it would be, like, survival. Like, what am I supposed to do in the woods here? <laughs> <laughs> just died long before the predator even showed up died dysentery or something like uh oregon yeah. trail <laughs> <laughs> right yeah no i probably probably the same probably the same <laughs> so at this point he steps on the guy kills kills that dude so that poacher's dead then her brother shows up right in badass fashion and this is what i mean by like they can hold their own against like like this guy, like they were scrapping and it was sick. Like I was like, this is yeah. fucking, this is awesome, right? The so, hell of a fight scene. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So they're fighting and she tries to shoot him, but she obviously loaded the gun wrong, right? So she goes, restarts it, tries to do it again. At the beginning of the fight, the helmet gets, or his mask gets knocked off, right? And for some reason, this girl, never seen technology before, realizes that the helmet is what aims his freaking crossbow bolts, right? So now she's picked up that information, which again was would never be something that I would have picked up on. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even have thought twice about it, right? So she learns about that. They fight the predator, right? Predator ends up killing her brother, right? With a In with a cheap action. shot. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty cheap shot, right? You like think about it too. Like you were thinking about this whole movie. Like he's not going after unarmed people, right? So it's like what is the per- like but again they're hunters right they're not mm. warriors they're hunters so mm. it, it does make sense but it's like 
Yeah, you're all like noble for the fight and stuff. You do fight invisible, but like you legit stabbed a guy in the back, like like a bitch, like because you were yeah. losing. <laughs> well, yeah, I think at that point, like the predator just like lost its morals and like it's like fuck, it, I just want to like, fuck this guy. I want to kill him. Like yeah, we're yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, right. Killer be killed. So, killer because doesn't he fight like Arnold in the original, like one on one without any like combat, like the predator in that one or something? <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much right. But I think Arnold like damaged his cloaking. So he didn't really have he didn't really have the cloaking anyways, but like oh, they fought yeah. like mano y mano, right? And then you know, Arnold that predator wasn't all... a bitch. This one was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Essentially, <laughs> basically. That's why that's why he didn't have his own ship. That's why his parents dropped him off on the planet. Was like, we'll pick you up later, right? Yeah. Where all the other predators they come on their own ships. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> so. So right at right before he's about to kill Naru, her brother with the same wolf skull, I don't know if you guys caught that, yeah. but the same skull stabs the predator in the leg, distracting him long enough for Naru to escape, right? And then the brother gets ganked with the spear sword, um, which was pretty, pretty badass, not going to lie. <laughs> right? So Naru's now cleaning herself off in the river, right? And she sees one of the poachers, like, also, like, drinking water and whatnot. So she goes, knocks him out, and cuts off one of his legs and uses him as bait, essentially, right? I was like, yo, this chick is savage. And how the hell did she move that big-ass dude, right? <laughs> of course it was, like, the biggest, fattest French dude. Like, everyone else died and just this, like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, the biggest guy out of the whole group. You couldn't have grabbed any of the... Any of the smaller dudes? Well, they're right? all dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess, right? Well, he's also the one that cut her brother, too, so it was perfect poet. poet yeah, she was, yeah. yeah, he was also the prick who was, like, poking her with the stick and, and bled her brother, right? So hmm. she was getting her payback as well. So she goes and takes the orange herb, and I'm assuming at this point she goes and sets up all her Arnold-style Arnold traps around the forest, Yeah. right? Yeah. Because, yeah, they. I don't know where she got the time to do that, right? So she takes the herb, right? Predator shows up, kills the bait, right? I'm not even giving him a name. He's just called the bait, right? <laughs> that sidestep, by the way, was fucking awesome. When she just moved over like a half an inch to let him pass without touching her, I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, I say it's comical how like the Predator just like just doesn't give a shit about her for like the majority of the movie. He doesn't even notice her. He's just like, I'm just get away from here. <laughs> Yeah, Enough, right. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's kind of a a callback on the move uh, on the whole plot of the movie because she basically mm. is like nobody sees me, and mm. he won't either. And then eats the orange herb, right? So I don't know if you've seen when he decapitated the dude, she was almost decapitated as well. Like the blade, yeah, swung inches, just yeah. in front of her neck, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Cutting off her hair again. Good use of the overhead shot. Yeah, again, samurai style type of thing right so <laughs> she takes her pistol now and shoots the predator in the back of the head knocking his mask off how did that not kill the predator his no, brain a, is bigger than that yeah I, i'm just gonna go with like alien movie bullshit logic okay all right all right yeah we'll, we'll go with that so she grabs <laughs> so she grabs the mask and essentially lures him into the the foresty swamp area right and 
now we have all her traps and stuff. So she's she was able to climb ten feet up into into the fucking tree and put a whole bunch of spiky sticks there so that when the predator jumps on the trees, he'll slam into them and get spiked and stuff, right? So he runs through her traps and stuff. They're fighting, and I mean, like, she's pretty like she's pretty badass. Like I have to say, I'll give her that, right? So she ends up finally luring the predator into the quick mud, which I'm gonna keep calling it quick mud, and. He basically, like, he's just too tall for it regardless, right? He stands up, and, like, half his body is outside of the mud, right? And he's, like, dead ass, like, in the middle of it, right? So she's, like, there, like, oh, just do it. Just shoot me. Shoot me, right? So the predator being the predator is kind of stupid because they always do this shit. So he ends up going to try and shoot her, and she has set up the mask in a position where... She knew exactly where he was going to stand up and try and shoot her. So the mask aiming thing is directly on, on his head. So he shoots the bolt, and it now flies around the forest, and the predator watches it fly around, and it takes him way too long to realize to duck, because that's all he had to do. He, yeah. All he had to do was duck, and the bolt smokes him in the head, right? So... She goes and returns to camp, and we see she has the head of the Predator. They make her war chief, and that's the end of the movie. And then we get a small little post-credit of cave painting art of basically she looks up, and we see three, like a fleet of ships coming into Earth. So that might be the next movie, but that's ridiculous. Like, you can literally send five Predators to Earth, and they'll probably destroy the planet. Yeah. Like, there's no... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no need to send more than five Predators to take out Earth. Yeah, well, to be fair, they could just be there to pick up their, like, fallen comrade or something. You know, their fallen Predator, baby Predator. (laughs) No, yeah, no, and and that totally makes sense, too, right? Because, again, at the end of the second movie... There was like 15 predators that came to pick up that one dead body. You know what I mean? Right? Mm-hmm. So that could that could very well be what it is, right? And maybe she gives them the gun as a peace offering, so that's how the predators get the gun. But we'll have to wait until the to the sequel, right? That we hope we get at this point because there's yeah. nothing yeah. yeah. Nothing said about it yet. Well, apparently this was like the number one like watched movie on who like premiere like ever. So I gotta imagine that they're thinking, okay, now we gotta do Predator again, but in theaters hopefully this time. <laughs> yeah. And with the same director and actors, yeah. because if you yeah. don't, they're screwed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe this movie did have a very small theater run as well, though. Cause we're in a oh, yeah. we're part of another podcast group and um they one of the guys from the group was like, because I was like, they know that I like Predator in that group. So he was like, yo, I just seen the movie and it was freaking great. And I'm going back to theaters to see it again without the English <laughs> subtitles. Right. So he was going to, it was, it was a whole, the whole movie dubbed in the Comanche language, like how it was supposed to be. Right. And he was, and so he was saying he was going back to the theater to watch it. So I believe it was, but I, I have, I've only watched it at home. Right. But it would be dope on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah, same. It's one of those things. Like I remember uh, back in the day, I house sat for some like uh, rich like family friend, and they had a home movie theater system. And like you know, when I'm watching like streaming movies, I just I just wish I was in that room right now, just you know, my own yeah. private home movie theater experience. <laughs> oh, so good, so yeah, good. That would have been very fitting for a movie like this. So good. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> so 
So yeah, so the first question, I guess, is what did you guys, what was your overall thought of the movie? I really liked it. I thought that it was really just like a re, um, like just refresh thing that like, you know, the Predator franchise needed. Um, it really just brought it down to its essential elements and just made it kind of more of like an action horror kind of movie. And I think just like the premise of just like, you know, we could, they could do this for like years and years, just Predator sequels. It's just like, okay, now Predator's in medieval times. Now Predator's in like ancient Egyptian or something like that, or like Predator's in ancient Rome, just over and over and over again. You could do that again. I'd probably pay for it like every time, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, there's, a, there's actually a statue of a samurai, like a Predator in samurai-styled armor, right? Oh, yeah. And, oh, man, I would love to see a predator in like Edo era Japan be so sick. That'd be be insane. And I I remember the Adrian Brody one had like a brief sword fight between like the Japanese character, but like if we got more of that that as a full movie. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I want, right? Like, you know, samurais, just like Mm -hmm. full samurai gear, just ding, ding, ding. Like that'd be amazing. I would love to watch. Or how the Predator and like Old West, like like we're saying Red Dead Redemption, but just for Predators instead, <laughs> that'd be okay. great. Okay, that'd be yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they could they could put a Predator in almost every century, every you know what I mean, different like basically any era, and that that we all enjoy, like random mm-hmm. every every history era, they can add a Predator, and it would be great. You know what I yeah. mean? As long as this guy directed it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just need more pre- uh, predator historical dr- epics. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. Like this. This one was really sick, and I did love the whole like Comanche, no technology. You know, she literally shoots him one time with a gun. Like the gun is used what? Like for her character is used literally one time. Right. Yep. It's a- almost like the weight of like a nuke in like a modern movie or something. You know. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, right. I really love the whole concept of this. What about you, John? I can't speak highly enough of this one. I I actually am pretty torn between this one and the Arnold being my favorite Predator movie. It is a very tough split because the nostalgia of Arnold, I love Arnold as an actor. All the famous people, Jesse Ventura. I mean, Jesus Christ, that that movie had so many big names. This one had one person that I recognized, and that's um, Mid-Thunder. I can't remember her her first name right now, but she was in the show Legion. That's the only time I've ever seen her in anything. I loved her in that show. I really loved her here. I I think that she is probably one of the most unknown, well-versed actors of the time. And if she doesn't start getting more roles because of this, it's just a tragedy for her character and her person. Is she actually Native American? According to the thing that I saw, she's American, but with the last name Mid Thunder, I would have to assume she's Native American. Uh, okay. Wikipedia, I go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, she did great. Yeah, she yeah. she was great. Um, I'm not sure if I think I prefer the original Predator over over this one, but it's very slight, and I think the only reason I give it the edge is because the characters I think in the Arnold one are so much more memorable. I feel like, but oh, you know, it's just. Yeah, that's like the only like slight I have against it is that they don't have as memorable characters as the original, which you know it's hard to compete with that one. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, isn't it yeah. like Carl Weathers, Jesse Ventura, Arnold Schwarzenegger? And I mean, mm. when you got people like Jesse Ventura saying, "I ain't got time to bleed," I mean, mm. you, you you don't get past the '80s nostalgia that 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 movie gave you without yeah. being able to quote it at least once in your lifetime. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like get to the chopper. I'm glad they didn't have some like lame get to the chopper line in this somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
right? Because so. that was in the Shane Black one. It was like, get to the choppas instead of motorcycles. It was like, okay, come on. <laughs> Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, yeah. So, I guess, yeah, that's our general thoughts on the movie. So, I guess now it's time for the good, the bad. And the meh. We usually let our guests go first. We do good, meh, bad. Uh, basically, the good is something you thought was really good about this movie. Uh, so lay it on us. I think just in general, the cinematography was great in this movie. Um, you know, just like I was saying earlier, the sweeping shots of like, I could see this being an IMAX right here, just establishing shots of just showing how vast, like, you know, the mountains and like wilderness is right here. So that's one thing I thought was really great about this. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I have to agree with that. Zach, what about you? Um, you know me, I'm a choreography guy. Um, the fight choreography in this was just fucking great. The kills were great. Um, yeah, I, 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 I love this movie. Um, but yeah, for me, it would definitely have to be the choreography um, and the combat in this movie. What about you? Also very fantastic. I have to say the direction was top notch. Um, I don't know Dan Tracton, is Trachtenberg or Trackman. It's one of those track something. I, I don't know him from anything else currently, but I also didn't look up his filmography. But he did such a good job handling the shots, the wide shots, the 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 nature shots, the the fights, like you said, this the choreography, the cinematography. The man behind the lens was at least thirty percent of the reason that this movie was as fantastic as it was. Okay. He he's great. You should check out uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. So that that's a good one too. So yeah, I've heard those movies are great. Yeah. I do enjoy the Cloverfield movies. Uh, so yeah. what was your uh, meh, John? Mm. The French people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it kind of was just like a... I mean, I get the point of it for the purposes of everything that it gave, but they didn't need it, and it was like 15 minutes that... Sure, it made the movie longer. Sure, there was a little bit of the plot thread with you know the blood and uh, the, the bait and all that, but they didn't really need it. I mean, just the, the tribe themselves could have had a solid, basically top to bottom with, with the predator. They didn't really need the French interaction. Okay. I disagree, but okay. Okay. What about uh, you? What about you, Tommy? Uh, I just say like, you know, this is the problem of watching it on your, your TV screen instead of like a movie theater. I felt like the beginning at some points was really slow. Um, I feel like this took a little bit of a slow burn approach at first. Just like teasing up the predator, which you know, on first watch was like, okay, whatever, come on now and rewatch it's slightly better, but I don't know, could have gone a little bit faster paced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's no, I, I agree with that. And it's like, as cool as it was, the whole like animal, like killing the animals and stuff, it was like predators have been coming to earth for thousands of years. I'm pretty sure they would have killed bears and wolves back then and have some sort of record of that. So, like, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I didn't see the like the purpose like they could have left all of that out and i would have to say that's probably my meh is like we didn't need a rehashing of him you know seeing that he's the top predator we we know we know that he could kill bears and stuff right like yeah. if anything i would like to see the predator fight a dinosaur you know what i mean that's, yeah oh yeah great. that'd be amazing <laughs> jurassic jurassic <laughs> park predator crossover you know that'd be Do sick it. I mean, they're gonna do that Fast and the Furious one, so might as well throw the Predator there too. Cut <laughs> the check, right? Cut yeah. the check. We just gave you a gold idea. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Um, All right, Zach. What about your bad? My bad. Um, honestly, I don't really have a bad. Right? Maybe 
if I have to pick anything, maybe just kind of the whole gun thing, right? The whole flintlock thing. Because I do yeah. like the comic book story a lot better, right? It makes a lot yeah. more sense. Um, but if they, they, if they figure out how to do it in the next movie, right? And they show us, like, you know, how it's passed on, then that'll change my tune. But if I have to pick anything, it's probably just, like, the whole gun background, right? I don't yeah. like the change of the... Uh, the continuity for the for the gun uh what about you yeah. john i gotta say i know that there, it's probably accurate historically but the misogyny of the tribe against her when she was clearly willing and more or less able to handle her own was kind of a letdown for me like she was clearly capable and the only person that came to bat for her at any given point was really her brother even her mother was like know your place it's essentially a mulan story yeah, yeah. Yeah, very much in that uh, vein. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. what about you, Tommy? What was the uh, was one thing I, this movie you didn't like? So, I guess uh, the bait, fat French guy. Um, I did not like his performance at all. I thought it was just like so, like overly cartoony, toony French. Where he, I was almost expecting him to be like, "Oh, we oui, we" oui, or something like that. I was like, "Okay, come on." Yeah, <laughs> it's large. Exactly, yeah. just like like Ratatouille shit or something like that, like a cartoon character okay. version okay. of a French guy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, actually, I'd have to say my bad is in this movie, for some reason, they didn't subtitle the French guy speaking. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Right? And they were very degrading. I watched a video, and they were talking about how they went onto Google and translated all the French people, and they were just very degrading. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, towards the woman. And that scene where the guy's talking right before she kills him with the dog, he was literally, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, I want to eat the dog. Like, I don't understand why they didn't give us English subtitles for the damn French French words. So, yeah, I guess I have to change that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that the, uh, that was just more of like a director's choice to make, make us more in her shoes than just like, because she couldn't understand them. And like, okay, then the audience isn't, because she's our audience surrogate right there. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess, yeah, when you put it that when you put it that way, that actually makes a lot more sense. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Well, either way, <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, from Canada. It still would have been good. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Canada. Like, I just, I just assumed that it was because, like, because I watched it on Disney Plus, right? Mm -hmm. And because, like, the rules are a little different in for Canadian streaming. Like, everything is supposed to have French subtitles along with English, right? Mm -hmm. And then we get the release. And so I thought it was just like, oh yeah, they're releasing in Canada through here, so they're not going to bother to subtitle the French. And because all Canadians can fucking understand French. And I was like, dude, I got like 60 in French and never took it again. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not me. I'm not that Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, overall, we all enjoyed this movie a lot. I can't wait yeah. for the, the sequel. Um, it, was, uh, it was great having you along with us, man. Uh, we don't want to yeah, keep yeah, you any, any longer. Um, oh, it's all yeah, good. It's, Thanks for having me. <laughs> Yeah, no, we appreciate it. We'd love to have you back. Um, and yeah, so why don't you tell everybody where they can find your podcast? Yeah, so um, our podcast, again, is uh, called Haven't Seen It. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at uh, Seen It Pod. And uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, wherever. Just search for um, Haven't Seen It. And Seen is with SC, that, that way you spell it that way. So Yeah, like movie scene. Gotcha. Movie yep. scene. Yeah, so thanks for having me. It was great to be on. So, And this is an awesome movie to discuss. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Maybe next time we could get uh, the both of you on. We'll have a little, yeah. uh, little four-way. Uh, no well, Bruno. 
<laughs> a little action right there. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. So um, yeah. thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for coming. Yeah, no problem. Um, so yeah, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter, Media Night with the Boys. Uh, we, we're pretty much active on all of them, maybe once a week, twice a week, to make sure that we're out there. Um, and uh, yeah, where else can we be found, Zach? You can find us on YouTube, Twitch. We stream. We stream our. We stream games on there. A lot of Fortnite. Um, a bit of Rumbleverse. Me, I'll beat John's ass in Rumbleverse. Um, but you know how we're it a is. team. Who are you playing? We, uh, yeah. So we're found anywhere you find podcasts, and yeah, YouTube. We put all our videos out there, and again, streaming content. And uh, with that being said, guys, it's been real. It has been real. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. Thank you for checking out Media Night with the Boys, part of the Geek Talk Network.